thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. We welcome you to Jesus the Healer today. Thank you for joining us. And I'll tell you this, the word will never disappoint you. And so uh, release your faith in the word that you hear today and uh, bring your faith to it. Amen. The Bible tells us in Hebrews, talking about those that God delivered out of Egypt, it said the word was preached unto them as well as unto us. But the word preached to them didn't profit them. Why? It wasn't mixed with faith in them that heard it. So we're not just here to hear it. We're here to mix our faith with what we hear. Amen? That, and, and to become doers of that word, right? Um, of course, we've been teaching along the line of healing, but we're going at it from a bit of a, di- a different direction than maybe you've heard before. Healing Health, long life belongs to us. But we have to learn what the Word says in connection with long life. Amen? We've been looking at 1 Corinthians chapter 11, and uh, we've been starting with the passage where Paul was teaching about the act of communion and uh, what, what all is connected to this. So go with us, if you would, in your Bibles. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, and we'll start reading in verse 23. And we've, we have recorded several different episodes previous to this teaching on it. I believe this is number seven. So we want you to hear all of them. Don't just hear today. Go back and you can listen. Uh, they're posted on other platforms where you can listen to previous episodes because this is too important not to understand. Sometimes people don't know the things that I've been teaching in this broadcast because they're just not taught it, but we need to, we need to find it out and become students of it. Again, 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23, Paul writes, He says, for I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, he took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner also, he took the cup. And when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily or irreverently, as the Greek says, shall be guilty of the body and the blood of of the Lord, but let a man examine himself and then let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. 
for he that eateth and drinketh unworthily or irreverently, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause, for what cause? Not discerning the Lord's body. Many are weak and sickly among you and many sleep or die before the time. Die prematurely. So notice this. The word is spotlighting a cause of why many who are Christians, not the people that are not born again, not those who are unsaved or lost, but those who are Christians, this passage is telling us a cause why many are weak, why many are sickly, and why many die prematurely. And notice the progression. Weakness, and then if it's not addressed, it moves to sickly, and then if it's not addressed, it moves to premature death. It's a progression. So we can stop it in its course. Amen. We can pay attention. And if we're not dead yet, we can deal with it. (laughs) There's still time. I said there's still time to make corrections and adjustments. And so uh, very rarely do you see the word single out so clearly uh, the cause of why people are sick, the cause of why people are weak or why they die prematurely. But when we see it spelled out this clearly, we need to pay attention. We need to emphasize it because the word is emphasizing it. And so when we see this phrase, the end of verse 29, it says, not discerning the Lord's body. Then on to verse 30, for this cause, many are weak and sickly among you and many sleep or die prematurely. So there's a twofold application of what it means to discern the Lord's body. We need to know what it means. If this is a cause, we need to know what this means. So the twofold application, the first application is this, not discerning the Lord's physical body, that on his body was laid the stripes. Remember when he was beat, the stripes, that sickness and disease of humanity, God was laying that on him. Amen. The the penalty of it so that we would not bear the penalty of sickness and disease that that we could live whole and healed. And not only that, sin was laid on him. Poverty was laid on him. All of this was laid on his physical body, on his spirit, and he bore it. When people don't discern that, Mm -hmm. when they don't discern the Lord's body that he took it on his own self, then them not discerning it is the cause why they're weak, why they're sickly or why they're dying prematurely because they're accepting on their own body what he bore on theirs. Don't accept what he bore. Amen. Amen. So when sickness or symptoms try to come, say, no, you don't. Jesus bore mine. You're not putting that on me. And that's one, that's discerning the Lord's body. You discern that he took it. And since he took it, I'm not taking it. And if people don't discern that, that's the cause. Why many are weak, sickly, and many die prematurely because they're not resisting those things coming on them. Then the second application is Jesus's spiritual body. What is that? The body of Christ. Every born again Christian, every believer is a member of the body of Christ. Not discerning the body of Christ is a cause of why many in the body of Christ are weak, sickly, and dying prematurely. And this is what we're wanting to focus on. What does it mean to discern our part in the body of Christ? When people don't discern that they have a place in the body of Christ, 
They have a responsibility and a work that God expects them to fulfill in the body of Christ. People say, well, we're not saved by works. We're not talking about salvation. We're talking about fulfilling and uh, fulfilling the place that God has set us in the body. Once we're born again, we're not saved by works. Jesus paid the price. We're saved by the price he paid. But once we're born again, works matter. And he expects us to be a functioning, working part of his body and to bear much fruit to his glory. Amen. And so when people don't discern that as members of the body of Christ, because they're Christian, you say, well, I didn't sign up to be a member. Yeah, when you got born again, (laughs) you became a member of the great body of Christ. Jesus is the head of this body. And all those, all of us make up members of his body, making us one unit. Amen. Just like your own body has many parts, but it's one body. And every part of your body has a role to fulfill. Well, every part of Jesus's body has a role to fulfill. And we, we're not authorized to cripple his body by us not, by our part not working. When your part of your body isn't working, it cripples the rest of the body, doesn't it? It hinders it. It handicaps it. It cripples it, keeps it from being all it could be and all it could do. Well, even so, when we don't bring our part and do our part, we have a negative effect on the body of Christ. We hinder it. We handicap it. We hold it back. And we're not authorized to do that. And it's dangerous to have a negative effect on the body that we're supposed to bring a supply to. So when people, Christians, don't discern that they have a part in the body of Christ, that there's a role to fulfill, there's a supply to bring, them not discerning how they are negatively affecting the body of Christ, this is the cause why many are weak, sickly, and die prematurely. Not just a few, but Paul said many, many. Many. Amen. Now, I again want to read, and we keep going back over this because it's so important. We've got to get this truth embedded into our spirits. So uh, to go further, I I still have to rehearse some previous things we've said. At 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 30, we're just reading in that passage, the Norley translation reads this, because of this indifference, and he's talking about toward the body, Because of this indifference, many of you are feeble, sickly, and some have died. What what does it mean? It's dangerous to be indifferent toward the body of Christ. It's dangerous to not be interested in how our our part affects another part. We all affect one another. And to be indifferent or casual and not care about that is dangerous. Then 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 18 tells us, Now God has set the members, every one of them, in the body as it has pleased Him. So God set us in the body. We don't just go to any part and function any way we want. We're to function and occupy the place He set us. We're to function there. We don't choose. He chooses because He knows how everything fits together. Now, Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 16, and I'm reading this out of the New Living Translation because it is so clear to us. It reads, God makes the whole body fit together perfectly. 
As each, as each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts grow. So that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. Notice that phrase, full of love. God expects that we help the body work as it ought to. It can't if we're not doing our part. And it affects someone else in their part. If we don't do our part, someone else has to double up and take on our part as well as their part. That's not walking in love. When we pass off our responsibility to someone else, that's not walking in love. Because we're just thinking about us and not them. If we're not bringing our supply, see, we, we, we need to be part of a local church. We need to have a pastor. Every sheep should have a shepherd. Amen. And you say, well, Jesus is my shepherd. He's the great shepherd, but he has under shepherds. Amen. That are here on the earth shepherding and protecting and feeding the sheep. Amen. Um, I've pastored for 25 years. I know uh, the importance of the local church and I keep learning the importance of it. And I've seen what happens when people don't value the body of Christ as they ought. They don't value that they have a role to play, that they have a responsibility and also a privilege to be a part of the body of Christ. What an honor. And I've seen when people value that, how their life is blessed. And when others are indifferent toward it and devalue it, that they they reap. Because what we sow, we reap. (laughs) If we sow indifference to the body of Christ, there's something our our own life will be lacking because what we sow, we reap. It's a spiritual law. We have a a man uh, in pastoring 25 years. I've gotten to pastor some of the most precious people on the earth. (laughs) And they were so gracious to me. You know, while I was growing up as a pastor and developing, they endured. (laughs) They just endured because we're all growing, right? We're all growing. And uh, there's one, one in particular situation that we had, uh, we have a children's ministry, of course. And um, so different people are assigned within the children's departments in different part, different departments of the church. But one in particular had been assigned to show up. Now we had our, um, we had our service at 10 a.m., And this man was assigned to show up at 9 a.m. to get all the curriculum ready. And then another teacher would teach the curriculum to the children at 10 a.m. So they they each shared a a place in a role. Well, he showed up at 9 a.m. to do his part of preparing all the curriculum for the teacher that day. And come to find out something was said and... uh, they, I don't know. He just said, I cannot stay for the 10 o'clock portion. He said, because, um, he was in the military at the time. And he says, I'm due back on my post, my military post. And he was, his post was down in San Diego, which is about an hour from our church. And he said he had been up all night long. He, his post kept him all night long. He was on night duty He drove one hour to be here at nine o'clock, got everything prepared 
and then turned around, drove another hour to go back to San Diego to get back on his post there in the military. And when I heard that, I said, oh my goodness, why didn't he say something? Because we could have assigned someone else. And he said, no, you couldn't assign someone else. That's my post, Pastor. And he said, I'm not authorized to to not be at my post, not be at my assignment. But see, where did he learn that? Well, in the military. He learned that, right? He learned the importance of that's not disposable. Your assignment's not disposable to you. You can't shift that to someone else anytime you want. When the commanding officer says, this is your post, this is your duty, and you better be there, and you're not there, they call you AWOL. Many Christians, sometimes they don't know better. They go AWOL. And for this cause, many are weak, sickly, and dying premature. What happens if a military man goes AWOL? He can be put up for trial, court-martialed, right? And and it it can be even even more serious repercussions in a time of war and and, uh, this, depending on the setting. Well, this, this man recognized And through his military training, he took it serious. He said, Pastor, I was assigned to be here. I was here. What was it? Past his own inconvenience, he was there. Where God has set us, it's not about is it convenient for us. In the part of the body of Christ, it's not about is that convenient for me. And uh, I've learned this um, as the pastor. I couldn't just call in and say, Won't be there today. I couldn't do that. Amen. What if if, if somebody said, well, she didn't show up today. I guess I'll preach. You know, I could get up and repent, but, and, you know, ask people, can I have permission not to be there? But, you know, just because people give me permission not to be somewhere doesn't mean God gave me permission. I have to be where God sets me. And I'm not authorized to reposition myself because of convenience or inconvenience. And this precious man, now let me tell you the, let me tell you the harvest of that kind of thinking that he inconvenienced himself after being awake all night long. He saw his part as important in the local church and he showed up, inconvenienced himself to do his part. But to give you a little bit of of background on that, he was also awarded Sailor of the Year. Now, what that means, that is not something just voted on by his buddies. That goes before the Congress. It is a congressional thing. Amen. It's an act of Congress that his name was presented and he was voted on by Congress to be Sailor of the Year. Why was it? You see the mentality. We are soldiers in God's army. (laughs) Amen. We understand we have a post to fill. We have a position and a function and a supply to bring. And we can't just say, you know something? That's not convenient for me today. Amen. We're soldiers. Amen. And God set us. He's our commanding officer. And we're not authorized to dismiss ourselves from our post. And when people decide, 
I'm not going to be at my post. They're not discerning the Lord's body. And for this cause, many are weak, sickly, and die prematurely. You see, we reap in our body how we treat his body. If we treat his body right, our body reaps health. If we treat his body wrongly for this cause, then this isn't Pastor Nancy saying this. This is what Jesus gave revelation to Paul about. Remember in 1 Corinthians 11 verse 23, Paul said, I've received of the Lord. The Lord showed him this, that in this, how we discern the Lord's body, how we treat his body as well as the body of Christ, Mm -hmm. uh, it's going to affect what happens with our body. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Amen. Amen. That's good teaching. This stuff is life and death. Yes. Yes. You say, well, Pastor Nancy, we just turned on the broadcast to watch Jesus the healer. You're hearing Jesus the healer (laughs) because he's telling us how to live healed. He's telling us how to receive healing is that if we didn't know this before, we we judge ourselves and we say, wait a minute, I'm going to correct this. I'm going to recognize that I have an important part in the body. And it is a value to me that I'm a member of his body and that I bring my part, my supply that said no one else has to pick up my part left undone. Amen. Hallelujah. Again, I want to read Ephesians 4 verse 16, the New Living Translation. It says, God makes the whole body fit together perfectly. So if we're not where we fit, we're, we're keeping the body from being perfect. It, we're making it imperfect. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly. As each part, you're a part, I'm a part. As each part does its own special work. I, God does not expect me to do someone else's part and someone else is not expected to do my part. I have my own special work. You have your own special work. And as we do our own special work, look at the next phrase, it helps the other parts grow. We don't want to hinder the growth of the body of Christ. We want the body to mature. Grow up, fully develop. It helps the other parts grow. Look at the next phrase. So that the whole body is healthy and growing, and look at this, and full of love. How is it full of love? When every part is functioning. That's the flow of the love of God through our works. As we work and do our part in the body of Christ, we're walking in love with the body. When we fail to do our part or devalue our part or go, I don't want to do that, (laughs) then we're not walking in love toward the body. And what we sow, we reap. Mm, It's important. Um, To Dad Hagen used to say this to us, one step outside of love is a step into sin. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's right. So to not walk in love toward the body of Christ is to step into sin. Right. And when we're in sin, we're on the devil's territory. Mm-hmm. And what happens when you get on the devil's territory? He has a right to attack you That's because right. you're on his territory. Right. So we need to stay on love's territory. That's right. Amen. Yes. 
loves territory is we do our part. You know, many people say, Pastor Nancy, I've never heard this before. Thank God we're getting to hear it. We're getting to hear it, how important it is and the emphasis of this because it's the word. God wants us to be healthy. He wants our bodies well. He wants us to live a long time. Amen. Amen. For this cause, many are weak, sickly, and they're dying prematurely because they don't understand this. And people say, well, I don't, I didn't, I didn't know about this. Well, remember what the word says over in Hosea chapter four, verse six, I believe it says my people, God's speaking. He says, my people are destroyed. Why? For lack of knowledge, not because the devil, but lack of knowledge. Thank God for this knowledge so that we keep the door closed to destruction. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank God that we get to fulfill a place. I want to read again 1 Corinthians 7, verse 17, the Norley translation. Each one should fill the place that God has assigned to him and to which the Lord has called him. We're called. You're called. You're called to fulfill the place. And, and it reads on in that verse, this is the rule I laid down in all the churches. Look at this. Each one should fill the place that God has assigned to him and to which the Lord has assigned him. This is the rule I lay down in all the churches. You can't fulfill your place when you're not in a church. Paul said, this is the rule I lay down in all the churches, all the local churches. To be part of the body of Christ, you, have, you, you need to be part of a local church. You are part of the body, but how do you function and bring your supply to the body through the local church. Being a part of the local church. Amen. Now, we can pray for the body of Christ at home. Absolutely. And that we don't have to be in the location of our local church, but to bring our full supply, the way we're going to function in the body is by being part of a local church that's working together. Yes, amen. amen. God sets us there. What yes. an honor. Yes. You know, uh, we, need to, we need to be mindful of that. We need to say to God, thank you for making me part yes. of the body of Christ. Yes. Amen. Well, I want to pray for those of you who you say, Pastor Nancy, I, I've never heard this or I've not been taught this. I didn't understand this. Well, you know what? Once, we, once we're taught, we can make corrections, yeah. yes. right? We can make adjustments for the rest of our life. We need to make corrections as we gain greater light. And so just make a choice. You know what? I'm, I'm, going, to, I'm going to bring my supply to the body of Christ. You don't want to miss future episodes because we're going to talk more about this. But right now I want to pray for you. Those of you who have sickness, pain, disease in your body, symptoms, I say, Satan, you take your hand off God's property. You take your hands off their body from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. Healing power, you flow. We receive of that healing power in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And until next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. In this powerful book, Nancy Dufresne teaches how to be more aware of the presence of God on a daily basis. 
Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. Please join us for our annual Holy Ghost meetings in Marietta, California, January 6th through the 11th, 2023, with Nancy Dufresne. We are also excited to welcome Kenneth Copeland and Richard Roberts as our special guests. For more information, please visit our website at DufresneMinistries.org. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.